more we've been getting this rain, it been like cold or what have you. But uh, let me make sure I got this thing. Yeah, it's recording. I think. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, it's recording. Yeah, yeah, because normally it we'll get some snow, but we haven't gotten any. So it's kind of like kind of crazy <laughs> that uh, we haven't gotten any just yet. So I'm like, it might not get any at all. You know, it being yeah. cold, but we didn't um, have all that much up here. Um, like I think yeah. we've had two or three snowstorms this season. Yeah, because normally I'll get blizzards. <laughs> no. I've been. I love going down to South Carolina. I used to go down there quite a lot. Oh, where, where you, you went to uh, Murder Beach? Oh no, I used to go down to Charleston. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so so other than that, how have your other than the snow? How have your day been? It as well been, as your week. It has been pretty great. My week has been pretty great um i am busy to the max but i love having a busy schedule how was your oh week my, God. my week has been uh so far crazy i had to take a pto day today um because i didn't get much sleep last night due to a toothache that wouldn't let loose wouldn't go hmm. and um, um i had to call it be first time i ever called out in six years at my job oh wow um if you take some cloves and you grind them up in a motor or a pestle, mix it with a mm. little bit of gin, swish it, and then spit mm. it back out, it will not, it will burn like a motherfucker, but it will not. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, I've been using what warm salt water, and then I gotten some some mouth rinse, and I finally got me some oral gel because <laughs> kind of like swear by the cloves and gin though. Oh no, no, I, I can believe it because a lot of people been telling me uh different stuff. Like I've read about uh olive oil help because it helps with soothing as well as with the infection. And then you the first person about the clothes and stuff like that, what have you. So now it's just when I get the money, I have to take my ass to the dentist, which I have no problem. It's just when I'm ready to go to the dentist, that's when my when when um I hadn't paid on the dental insurance. So then when I'm ready to pay on my dental insurance, that's why I don't have no money to go because it's crazy that I can go to the doctor and not pay one copayment, but I got to pay a hell of a copayment just to get my teeth fixed. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. I avoid doctor's vision, all of that like a plague just because I don't want to deal with insurance. I swear, it just be crazy because it is cheaper to get your body fixed than your teeth, which is crazy yep. as hell. Because yeah. I remember I have a hurt teeth and a hurt body. <laughs> any day <laughs> in my experience it's cheaper just to ignore it and wait for it to go away that too <laughs> you know period it just, it just i be just feeling terrible when i be smiling i be having missing teeth so i be feeling like i'm an old man when i'm not old i'm only 47 i ain't hit 50 yet that's not even old <laughs> well shit well i feel i look pretty good for a man 47 even though i got all this whiteness Okay, I I love the salt and pepper look. I love someone who's got the white scruff. Uh, I always date older. I can't I can't do guys my age. It is awful. It is horrible. <laughs> but I just don't have the patience. <laughs> yeah, gotta be like, cause gotta be having women say, yeah, you you. No, I like you. I like your white hair. You it looks sexiest though. I be like, y'all need to stop. Y'all making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's cause I see a lot of younger women love older men, um, and what have you. And even with me, it's like it's a certain age that if I dated, if I was dating, because I'm in open marriage, but you know, very particular who I deal with, they had to be at least in their thirties to their forties, what have you. Now, would I film with a woman her eight in her eighteen or early twenties? Yeah, but date, nah. Because I don't think we have much in common. But if she's 30 and up, you know, unless the woman that's 20 has an old mind, then I might would consider it. I might would consider it. <laughs> I've always dated older guys. In my experience, it's not so much age. Like, as long as everyone's an adult, everyone's legal. Obviously, mm -hmm. if it's like a 50-year-old man and someone who turned 18 yesterday, that's a little yeah. questionable. 
Um, especially like he's known her before, but I've always found it really hard to have things in common with people my age, especially with mm-hmm. dating. I've always mm-hmm. dated people like 27 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, at 18, at 18 years old, it was, I had my place, I had my son, I had a job, mm-hmm. I had a side job. See, see, and see, I you had, you had an older mind. See, that's what it was. You had an older mind. That's why you could date nobody your age I bracket. Had, I had 18-year-old boys Snapchatting me or hit me up on my Instagram DMs like, hey, let's chill and go to a frat party. Mm. And I'm like, is that what passes as a date in this generation? See, now I'm going to tell you what it is. This generation, compared to mine, they don't court. Maybe because of the cell phone or what have you. You know, they don't take the time out to get to know the lady, you know, because um, in my day, you had to go out and find her. It, it wasn't simple just looking on your phone or looking on Twitter. You had to actually go to the bar. You had to go to the club. You know, you had to write down her phone number. It wasn't no, you know, hey, put your phone number in my cell phone. <laughs> you know, so so you had to really talk to the woman and woo the woman. Now it really don't even take much because it's just a, a swipe. You know, and I think that's part of the reason why relationships are the way they are nowadays because the guys don't know how to treat women nowadays because it's too easy to get them almost. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I completely agree. I feel like when there's no requirement to put effort in, they kind of have the mindset of, well, why bother putting the efforts in? Um, yeah. I think social media is great to make connections and to socialize and to find people. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you if you want if you want something, you need to put effort into it. And I think that's mm-hmm. overall a big problem with I'm not gonna say just my generation, but admittedly quite a bit of my generation. Um, we come from an age where everything is at our fingertips, where it's instant yeah. gratification. And then we are also coming within an age where we have so many different, it just a completely different environment. Um, I was raised with the instant gratification. I was raised with constant political terrorist threats. Mm-hmm. I was raised with the possibility of school shooting. I was raised with the crash. I, I, I'm, I'm heading towards my second recession in my life. Yes. <laughs> you know, period, which is crazy as hell because that's why I said, and there's a gift and a curse because even when I look at the porn industry, it made it too easy for people to get in. It used to be a time where you had to be groomed to get in. You have to be put on to get in. It wasn't as simple as I have a cell phone I can film and set up a, um, a OnlyFans because even the sites that we were trying to get on, they wanted the content to look a certain way, to be a certain way and be a certain quality or they wouldn't accept it. Now your shit can be grainy as hell with hardly no lights, and you'll call that porn, you know? On the other side of it, though, on the flip side, what I do love about the newer industry from what I'm seeing is the more inclusivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having it much easier to get in means that, yes, it does open the door to a lot more lower quality stuff, but it opens the door to a broader range of people um, catering to a broader audience. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely. Oh, hello, smokers, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge. <laughs> you know who I am, Kavanaugh, a Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Four wonderful sponsors to tell you about. Let me go through them quickly. First will be lsworld.com. Next up, arisismagazine.com. Next up, excitebuddy.com. And last but not least, blusherotica.com, which she shot for. We'll get to in a minute. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com, support some black businesses, and buy some products. Also, five days a week in the mornings, wake and bake with some good smoke from me and some of the adult film's finest as we chop it up on fullyswapradio.com. Also, find me on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Now, I'm going to let this gorgeous, old soul, sexy lady with the glasses who I happened to found and became very interested in, now a new fan of, introduce herself. Go ahead, dog. 
Hi, um, I am Lilith. You can find me in all my socials. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. If that doesn't get shut down again, um, you can find <laughs> me on cam sites. You can find me just about anywhere. I'm out there doing as much as I can. I feel Don't feel bad because this is like, this Instagram page is like my umpteenth. Kind of lost so many from so many years of being on Instagram. Um, hopefully this one would stick. You know, and as well as even my Twitter, because like as soon as I get to like three thousand followers, that's when I get deleted every time. So hopefully Elon Musk don't delete my ass once I get to three thousand followers, whatever I make it that way. So Miss Lady, so <clears throat> I saw that you had worked with our sponsor, Blush Raga. Tell us your experience working with cinema photographer and his wife and his wonderful company up there in New Hampshire. It was amazing. I loved it. So um, they had actually reached out to me, like, I want to say like two years ago. Mm. And at that time, I had a bunch of really scammy things reaching out to me and a bunch mm. of like really weird messages that you could obviously tell were not real. So mm. um, and then with some bad experience, I had taking some risks I looking back shouldn't have taken. I was really uh, cautious. And I kind of mm. put it in the back of my mind and they just kept reaching out to me and reaching out to me. And I was like, I just don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not too um, sure about this. And then um, I had saw somebody on there named Princess Dandy. And mm -hmm. I was showing it to uh, my IRL friends and someone happened to know Princess Dandy. And they're like, oh no, I can vouch for her. She's great. Mm. And as soon as I got that vouch from a very close friend of mine that's when I was more comfortable yeah and Princess Daddy that's my homie uh, she's been on the show twice a friend smoke buddy you know saying? shots out to her sexy ass and everything so um so what kind of scene did you do for Blush Erotica when you worked with them so I did a solo scene first and then mm. my partner and I actually did a couple scenes together in the virtual reality Ooh, which okay. I am so psyched about. I, I called my mom <laughs> after it. I called my mom freaking out, and I'm like, I'm on VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because VR is, is a different element, especially for the men, um, because we have to stand still. We can't budge. We can't make noise. We can't hardly breathe. And we got to do all this while they fucking us and giving us head. So I, I commend your partner for pulling that off. <laughs> I, I, I called my mom and I like, she answered and I was like, my titties are in the virtual reality now. Oh my God. So, so before we jump into your shooting, everything with that, what got you into the business to begin with? Um, I had my son at 17 and after that, um, after I left high school at 18, I actually got into the whole industry a month after my 18th birthday. I was mm -hmm. literally okay. Googling ways to make money from home. I was a single mother. I couldn't afford daycare. I had no idea what benefits or what was even out there to help me. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found about Chatterbait and my free cams. Mm -hmm. And that okay. is where I started. So shoot. So tell me about your first experiences doing webcamming. Oh God, it was awful. I had like the, I had the worst laptop. I don't even remember what it was. I had the grainy, awful webcam laptop. Um, mm. And then for some reason I had this one guy who just instantly took a liking to me. Like completely mm. adored me, loved talking to me, hanging out with me. And he actually bought me an Oculus Go that year for Christmas and bought me a new laptop. Nice. But Damn. It, was, it was awful. It was so slow at first. I'd have like eight people in my room. I would be doing the most for <laughs> the least. I didn't know how the conversion rates worked. Mm -hmm. Like I dived into this without doing any research, without having Ooh. any knowledge about the industry. <laughs> Good, like, yeah, because webcam is totally different than just doing content. Because one, of course, as everybody knows, I've talked about it more before. The cut favors the company, not necessarily the performer or what have you. So that means they really have to put in work to see money from it and everything. And um, also, it's about 
your personality and talking people into the room, you know, period. Because sometimes girls can sit there and make money while even showing a pair of tits or even shoving a dildo in their coochie or what have you. So you pretty much learned how to work the webcam on the fly for the most part, right? For the most part. Um, all <laughs> so, my life, I was very flirtatious. Um, so mm-hmm. that came pretty easy to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can believe it. Stuff. So shoot. So as you were doing the webcam, when did you start looking into doing content? I started looking into doing content very shortly after I had somebody or a lot of people asking on my webcamming, do you have an OnlyFans? Do you have an OnlyFans? And this was back mm. in 2019 when OnlyFans was, uh, you know, it was right just before really it blew up, I want to say. Yeah. It was just getting big. And that's where I started. Okay. And at first, you was pretty much just doing solo content for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I was doing a little bit of solo. And then I had my high school boyfriend occasionally doing some with me. It was horrible. Horrible. No <laughs> angles. No lighting. Grainy as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once again there's no there's lucky for you some of you people now we have podcasts like myself as well as these spaces but you know even in 2019 2020 it wasn't a lot of information on what to do or how to do it you know that i said a lot of it was just how can i put this uh trial and error for the most part yeah it was definitely a lot of trial and error <laughs> Mostly so shoot, feel what you're saying. So, uh, so when you was doing your, so when you was filming, because I know even then, um, with the OnlyFans, I know things probably picked up for you when you started doing the OnlyFans. Mm, a little bit. I little? um, surprisingly, my OnlyFans just does not have as much traction. Um, mm-hmm. again, I probably should be a little more consistent with it. I and spread mm-hmm. five ways a Sunday. Um, but mm-hmm. at the moment, I am sitting down. I'm making a schedule. I am really mm-hmm. focusing and committing this year to doing mm-hmm. things consistently. Oh, yeah, because it's because what people really like what you found out that it takes a lot. It might be easy to get in, but it takes a lot to stay in and to continuously and c- consistently make money, mm-hmm. you know, period. Um, because you used to hear about the girls that used to make the six figures, but they always was talking about the six figures for that one month. They never talk about whether they averaged it or what have you, because as you know, it's up and down with this business, especially on the money side. Oh yeah, I can have some wonderful months where I make a couple grand, and then I can have some months where I make fifty, sixty dollars. Mm. Especially yeah, in the see beginning. that would be. See, that's what people don't talk about. They don't talk about the down months. They don't want to talk about that. <laughs> especially heading into a recession. Um, a lot of people I find are being, you know, a lot more conservative with their money. Um, yeah. The cost of living has increased forever. A lot of people don't have the justification to go, all right, I'm going to spend this much mm-hmm. on porn. So especially where it's so easily accessible for free. Now, you were saying that you ran into a lot of scams at first before you ran the Blush Rockers. Tell us about some of those experiences and what oh, you gosh. ran into. Um, I've always been a very impulsive person. I'm going to start that there. I had mm. one person that I was speaking to for probably a good three weeks. Like They were talking. They were talking everything through. Everything seemed very legitimate. And they're like, come down to Florida. We have a studio. Mm. Like You can easily make a couple thousand dollars a week. And I was Mm. like, you know what? Shit, I'm going to go down to Florida. I'm going to give this a shot. I bought a one-way train ticket to Florida. Mm. No plan. Um, Once I got there, they got ghosted. The whole thing ghosted. Couldn't block to me and everything. Ghosted. Disappeared. Um, It was really weird. I couldn't find any of the social accounts. I got to where I was supposed to meet up with the person. And all of a sudden, I just have like this really bad gut instinct don't go through with this mm-hmm. and I was like oh um I actually haven't eaten yet can we stop by the cafe over there you know grab a quick bite to eat and he's like no I need you to get in the car right now get in the car mm. he kept trying to like get me into the car like put his hands on me and was trying to get me into the car and that's when I was like okay this is sketchy mm. I was like yeah, I because... think I'm getting kidnapped right now 
Yeah, exactly. It's a sex traffic almost. Now, cause a lot of girls make a mistake because the first thing the dudes throw out is the money. And a lot of girls don't do the research um, to check to see if they're legit or what have you and everything. And um, that's a mistake that a lot of girls do make sometimes. Even in my day and time, you know, period. Even because you used to, because back then that was about the video vixen. So you had, you know, guys talking about something. I can get you in music videos, I can get you in magazines, and then they end up being um, scammed. I even had a girl that one time that actually got pulled into a sex traffic scheme by uh, T.I.'s former manager back in the day. You know, pretty lucky she was able to get out of it. But that's why I tell girls before you make that move, you know, make sure you do your due diligence to make sure that that person is is legit. You know, period. especially if you're going to be going out of state to go see them or what have you. Absolutely. Um, I should not have done that at the time. I was I was a mess. I had just shaved my head. I was like all over the place. <laughs> hey, why you shaved your head? I shaved my head. <laughs> I don't know. I had a breakup. Um, I'd broken mm. up with that high school boyfriend. Um, I think mm. I was with him on and off for like a good four or five years. Um mm. We had broken up, and I was like, you know what? I need a change, Buzz. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a change to go from a lot of hair to no hair. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I need a change of scenery. I'm going to Florida. Oh, my goodness. So after that, um, it, because apparently you was looking to break into porn. Because you yes. look at the possibly do boy-girl content and stuff of that nature, what have you. And so... Um, what were some of the things that you noticed when guys were hitting you up that they were doing that made you feel not comfortable with, you know, fucking with it? Honestly, um, the biggest red flag after that for me was just if it was a guy hitting me up. Mm -hmm. Um, I always, as a single female, um, I'm four foot 10. I'm 120 Mm -hmm. pounds. I can't defend myself that well. Mm -hmm. So I always put it first, what if this is not a good situation? How is my safety going to be? And eventually, after talking to a bunch of people, being forums over time, I learned to, you know, you can generally read out the things by going, can I bring my partner with me? Mm -hmm. Um, Asking if they'd be comfortable having your partner there. And in general, most of them will say yes. uh, From what I've seen, Mm -hmm. any legitimate company, they have, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No reason really to say no. Um, Mm -hmm. What really stood out to me about Blush Erotica was the minute he said that, oh, we're a team. It's my wife and I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of married couples in porn. People don't realize that. (laughs) Like, as soon as I heard the wife, that's when it kind of stopped a lot of, you know, alarm bells for me. And it relaxed me. Okay, so let's break down this first scene. So when you got there... Tell me your emotions, your thoughts, or what have you. Was you nervous? You know, what's some of the things they did to help you feel comfortable on set? Oh, I was so nervous. Um, I was, I'm a really socially anxious person. I have a very hard time meeting new people. I have that thing going on in my head, like, oh gosh, what if they don't like me? What if I'm not what they're looking for? Um, Mm -hmm. What if I say the wrong thing? What if I do the wrong thing? Um, so I was extremely anxious. I was extremely nervous. Uh, I almost had like my partner turn around at one point because I was like, I can't. And I do that all the time with him. I'll like make plans to go be social. And I'd be like, no, let's just go mm. home instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, so of course, when they got there, he, of course, the paperwork, they talked to you, you know, to, to relax you and everything. Um, and plus, seeing the lights and the cameras and stuff, it kind of like was surreal because you see that they were very legit. This was no amateur mm. situation. Yes, I had actually shot um, with the cinematographer just some photos 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think about a year before the shoot, I might be getting my mm-hmm. timelines wrong um, mm-hmm. with Princess Dandy. So mm-hmm. I actually did go out and we you know we just shot a few photos. So I did know him at that okay. point. I was familiar with him. I think as soon as like I saw them, I'm like they they offered my partner food because he. Had food. <laughs> mm. And Whoa. they were just so I I can't explain it. Like his wife, especially her energy is just so inviting and so mm. relaxing. Yeah, I never had a problem with anyone bringing their husband or their significant other or a, or a friend. I just told them, as long as they don't be in the in the way of the shoot, I have no issue with it because I do understand that it helps with comfortability. You know, period. Because it it when you talking about having sex on camera with your solo or with a, with another partner, it's it it's the most pressurable thing you can actually do, and your most vulnerable state. You know, period. And the more comfortable she is on set, the better that scene's going to turn out. So I never had an issue with anyone bringing somebody, you know, period, um, and everything. So, so now how is it that it went to a boy-girl with you and your partner that you brought? Um, I was really curious about the VR. I was geeking out. I'm like, how is this possible? What does it look like? They put the Oculus on my face. I was amazed. Um, mm. I was going through some other people's VR things. I was blown away. Um, they showed me the camera and how they do all of it. And I was just mm. shocked. I was like, can we shoot VR today? Yeah. So how did you convince, so you, so how did you convince your friend? Um, well, he's my boyfriend. Um, okay. Well, fiance, we're, we're, we might be getting eloped. Uh, um, that's a secret. Oops. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. The whole point of elopement is not to tell anybody, and I'm so bad at yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's been in my cam shows with me. He's been in my content with me. So he was already really open to the idea. Okay. Um, we are a little more open than I would say a traditional couple would be. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say we're full blown out polyamorous, but Mm-hmm. We are definitely open to the other person having more partners, I would say. Okay, um, I see. Yeah, so yeah, y'all pretty much get into an open relationship per se, slash open marriage. Yeah. yeah Similar to what me and my a wife. A lot got. more relaxed. Mm. And so it's not so, very hard to convince him. It was really just looking at him and going, hey, we're going to shoot VR porn. <laughs> so I know when they explained to you all he had to do, I know he was like, what the hell? That because yeah, as a as a male talent, you can't really do anything. You can't move. You can't speak. You can't breathe. You know because the whole purpose is to make them feel like they're in the room and it's them. So I know that was kind of how. Oh, did you cut out for a minute? Oh, you're back. Sorry about that. Nah, someone tried to call me. Hold <laughs> Go ahead. Now, I was like, how was it the experience for your uh, for your friend? Um, I would say the experience was good for him. He's right here. Um, how was <laughs> how was shooting VR porn for you? How was the experience? It was fun and also kind of weird because you couldn't really move. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, can't hear what you're saying. My earbud, my ear. AirPods. Yeah. Right. Now, now tell, tell them, I totally understand because I've never done it. Before. I never done it. Um, but I can imagine because I'm sorry, especially if your girl good at what she does, it's kind of hard not to move. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was trying not to like touch me. They were like, if you move his hands up, it's okay. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. I'm like, you can't touch me. You can't breathe. You can't do nothing. <laughs> so you get to torture him sexually. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I say that's one thing I hate. I mean, you, but God, right now you might. <laughs> oh yes, it's one thing I never got a chance to do with shooting porn because they didn't have VR yet. You know, I did something similar, which was called fan action with the POV, where the girl talks to the camera. And the camera don't, I don't speak back to it. Like, if she asks me a question, I might move the camera, like I said, yeah, 
or no. <laughs> but not to the level what they would do with the VR, what have you. So, and, um, but, um, but now that because, because you have your own male talent for the most part, because, because y'all shoot content together for your, for your OnlyFans and all that good stuff as, as well as do your webcam. So, which means that you also eventually looking to work with male towns outside of him, correct? I have. Um, at the moment, we had put a pause on that because mm-hmm. we were trying and hoping for a baby. And mm-hmm. obviously, if I have a baby, I want to know who the daddy is 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't oh. want to run into any issues there. But Oh, no, you don't want pregnant. no porn babies. <laughs> <laughs> I am pregnant. It was successful. Aww. So I'm not sure if we will be looking to work with other male talent while I am pregnant, if we're going to wait till after. I mm. do know that there is one person who um, did reach out to me. I don't know if I should say his name or not, because I don't mm. know if he'd be okay with that. But he reached out to me wanting to work together. And I show my partner, I'm like, I want to work with him. I want to work with him. I want to work with him. And my partner's like, Are you sure? How big is his dick? And as soon as I scrolled through his picture, his his Twitter, and I found it, I was like, never mind. That's too, no, nope, yeah. never mind. God. I'm like, that scares me. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, some of these male times is packing like a motherfucker, trust and believe. So, I was, like, thirsting over this man. He he was a built like a god. He is so freaking hot, like, ah, and... So shoot, so are you looking to are you gonna do any filming because pregnant porn does sell, plus you also lactate, so that gives you another fetish to play with once you start lactating. Is that something you plan to do with your content? I definitely am going to try and do that. Mm -hmm. Um that being said, I'm not sure how well my body is going to cooperate. Um my first pregnancy was really difficult i was constantly sick i did not want to leave bed i wasn't feeling like doing anything mm-hmm. so i oh. am really just trying to keep a packed schedule and mm-hmm. force myself well they say sex helps with pregnancy i i had I, I, I mean because i had two baby mamas i was down so beating praise off of them doing their pregnancy <laughs> My my pregnancy hormones are insane. My sex drive is through the roof. My poor partner is getting woken up in the middle of the night going, hey, hey, I need you to fuck me right now. <laughs> I don't care that you got work in three hours. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be some good, be some good, uh, some good content because uh, shout out to my girl, lovely Gia, because she actually started her career doing pregnant porn. Um, cause she was filming, I guess, with her, her partner or whatever during her pregnancy or what have you. And guys are into that shit big time, you know, period or what have you. And, and plus, I think it's beautiful to see a, a woman pregnant, you know, and her having sex and her enjoying herself and the whole nine. So, so I got a feeling you're going to get a bunch of customs once they find out that you're pregnant. <laughs> I, I just love it so much i think it is a surreal as close as we can ever be to thoughts to being yeah like i think it is mind-blowing that we are creating life that we are doing something that would be godlike it's Mm -hmm. amazing oh yeah most definitely uh this piece so um so when you when you do decide to deal with other guys, what do they need to bring to the table for you to say, yeah, I do content trade with you? They would need to bring to the table some of the first and foremost professional professionalism, mm-hmm. um, testing someone who is an actual content creator professional, not just the person that slides in your DMs going, hey, I got an iPhone. Let's shoot content this weekend. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. just trying to get laid. Get, they're just looking to get laid. They don't know a damn thing about the business. They don't even. They just post their content on a free OnlyFans for their one subscriber. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely the professionalism, the the understanding of the industry. Um. And the biggest thing for me is obviously going to be testing. 
and say yeah yeah because i've been hearing this is the year of fetish ladies and gentlemen you know i've been talking about that that a lot of girls been saying that they've been slowing down and more girl content focusing on their fetish so what fetish content do you do oh gosh um so i'm very open-minded i strongly believe as long as it's not like a hard limit for me i would mm -hmm. be pretty willing to try everything because you don't know you don't know it till you try it yeah that's true i think people don't allow well, one thing that porn allows us to do that the average person don't get to allow themselves to do is what i call uh grace for discovery mm -hmm. you know find out what they like sexually what they don't like sexually through trial and error you know period and that's the beauty of porn it allows us to do it because our job is to give the shock value. Our job is to give that freaky nature, that freaky sex, that sex you don't necessarily see all the time. That's the reason why we do all the positions that we do, why we put our bodies through the, 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 the rigor and the rows and the torture. Because trust me, it is exercise. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. a workout. <laughs> because I know even because even with you shooting with your significant other, it's a different philosophy than y'all just fucking. Because mm -hmm. now y'all fucking for the camera, where have you? So, and things that y'all have to pay attention to that y'all didn't have to pay attention to before. The annoying thing is having a lot of sites that are not as fetish friendly. Um, yeah. Especially with the more taboo fetishes. For example, I have a huge consensual non consent fetish. Mm. I established consent beforehand. If I am sleeping or passed out, like I yeah. love being woken up to sex. I love having sex while I'm completely passed out. If I have a mm. couple drinks in me, um, which I'm a lightweight, so I don't want to sound like an mm -hmm. alcoholic. I'm a lightweight. I have two <laughs> drinks. I'm passed out. I'm blacked out at three drinks. Yeah. Like I am out. <laughs> so I love, um, and with the prior consent, obviously he gets that mm -hmm. from me, but I love being completely passed out. I love being completely unaware of what's going on and then waking up with the knowledge that he had had sex with me. And yeah, we've but, gotten a few videos of it, but unfortunately can't really put it anywhere. Well, shoot. Well, Excite Bunny, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and two, the reason why ladies need a standalone site. Because mm -hmm. the, the standalone site enables you to do that. And you ain't got to worry about being under the rules or the guise of another uh, company. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, because even from talking to uh, Sydney Screen, she's in the process of getting her own membership site, her own standalone site, as we like to call them. Because um, you got to have places to put that stuff. You know, of course, you got Scat. What was it? Scat.com and certain sites that 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 specialize in the more risque stuff or fetishes. But the question is, how long would they be up with all this PC point going on right now? You know, for everything. So trust me, I know the feeling because I had a hypno hypnosis scene taken down from clips for sale. And I'm like, y'all do realize you stimulated, right? <laughs> you do realize this is porn. I didn't yeah. actually hypnotize the girl. I am not a hypnotist. <laughs> um, I think the CNC is definitely a gray area because if the acting yeah. is good enough, it can be hard to tell. Yeah. Was this truly consensual? Yeah, because even with me and a girl that we did a uh, a rape play scene, which is CNC, mm. and we literally rolled around like I was trying to rape her. So it looked realistic, you know, period. But to me, I think the problem is, is that porn is losing its edge, and that would made us his money, and that would made porn popular. You know, it's it's becoming a little too normalized, in my opinion. Which I understand why, because OnlyFans became mainstream and everything. But, you know, that would, porn was your dirty little secret. That would make people spend money because they get to dibble dabble in fetishes that they can't dibble dabble into in their normal life. You know, yeah, period. I'm sure uh, 50 years ago, a little bit of a blindfold and some rope would have had people, you know, up and, and pulling their wallets out. Now it's just normal. Like that ain't shit. Did she do gangbangs? <laughs> Did she do gangbangs? Did she do pukakis? <laughs> Did she let people oh, pee on her? I mean, really? <laughs> I would love to do a gangbang someday. 
Oh my goodness. That would be a question I'm gonna ask you. What would be your perfect game bang? How many guys? Mm. I want to say like four or five. Mm-hmm. That is I think modest. That just might be might be all the smut that I read in my spare time. <laughs> that is modest as hell. So people, y'all know what time of the show it is. It's the time of the show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. So this is the part of the show where we talk about the unsexy part of shit. And um, when you came in, did you think that what you were going to be doing, the webcam and the porn, was easy money, quick money? And did Absolutely. you have a long-term plan when you first came Absolutely. in? Absolutely. When I first came in at 18 years old, I thought it was going to be quick and easy money. I thought that I was just going to like walk out in a few days with, you know, rent paid. Um, mm. I didn't have a long-term plan. My plan was, oh, I'm just going to do this a couple months, get caught up on everything, and then, you know, get a normal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because yeah. I think that's a mistake that a lot of girls make, especially during the pandemic, because a lot of times ladies, when they, uh, they do what I call pocket watching, because the biggest thing that happened on Twitter when girls was posting how much they were making and which in turn made people think that it was easy when it wasn't. You know, speak to how hard you found out the porn business was to make money at. Oh, God, it was like a crash and burn. <laughs> I really thought I'd be making, like, so much money right off the bat. And I think my first live, my first cam show, I walked out with, like, $14. Mm. After a good four hour, four or five hours. <laughs> <laughs> so... So once you figure it out, what's some of the things you did to help you make more money? The biggest thing is definitely to be more attentive, um, put away the phone. That was like the hardest lesson for me to learn. I still struggle with that today. I'm always mm. on my devices. Um, <laughs> but that was the biggest thing. A lot of people don't want to spend money on someone who's just sitting there on their phone. And I get that. Mm. It's just so hard for me to put it down. But that was the big thing that changed it. And then social media and promoting, promoting, promoting like crazy. Hell yeah, because um, the key to this business is persistence, patience, and consistency. I call it the P, P, and C. So um, how much do you webcam? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say I try Monday to Thursday from... 5 p.m. up until 8 or 9. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you do like a three hour each day? I try to do two to three hours. Yeah. And right this now, is... lately, I have been on Fanbase, which is an app. And it's pretty mm. good. I was doing it back in December. I needed to buy a new car. So mm-hmm. I got back into webcaming um, back in December. Mm. And mm. I think within the month that I had the 1500 down payment to put down on the car. Mm, this flex was brought to you by Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my first car. Yeah. So so I'm gonna ask you this is because can you say the name of it's called Fanbase, right? Yeah, it's one of these new fan sites that came up. Cause it seems like ever since OnlyFan became king, all the sites are now trying to be like fan fan OnlyFans, and there's so many OnlyFans light. As I like to call them, or only fans junior sites that's coming up, what have you. So, what made this site better than some of the other ones that you've been on? Honestly, um, my friend, my IRL friend, the one who got me into it, and she was like, Girl, just come back to the industry, download this app, just try it. And mm. it's completely different. You have to promote your own room, you have to get people in your room on your own. Um, or you can go live in other girls' rooms for like an 80-20 split. Mm, it's pretty okay. common. You And then there's the conversion rate is awful. I still don't even know what the conversion rate is. But people send, <laughs> you, little, <laughs> people send you little gifts. And then you make a menu with the gifts. And yeah. um, I think what actually made me money is the fact that I did not know what the conversion rate is. I made my menu based off of how cute I thought the gifts were. Just, <laughs> I ain't gonna front, cause yeah, cause I be seeing like they be doing chips and tokens and 
and a certain amount of tokens each to dollars. And I'd be like, man, y'all, Jesus Christ, y'all making it hard for the girls there and make money or figure out how the hell they're making money. <laughs> <It's my problem. laughs> I'm like, there's this one little egg flippy pan that goes on the screen and flips a little heart-shaped egg. I'm like, that's adorable. I'll give a blowjob for that. Yeah. <laughs> that what they I'm say like, is so best to be a joy out of seeing. I'm like, I get so much joy out of seeing that graphic. <laughs> okay. Oh, snap. So, Dad, how do you handle when you're not up for being on webcam, but you got to get on it because you got to make your money. I do a balance. I definitely will take days sometimes um, and not do it because I believe in putting yourself first, putting self-care first, taking care of yourself first and foremost. Um, I'm going to be very rigorously sticking to it because I'm looking at end goal. End goal, I have 12 weeks of maternity leave unpaid. In mm. goal, those are 12 weeks that I got to be bringing in my normal income. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I know yeah, I but... got to get myself to that level. That is my goal. I And when I set a goal, um, I, I need to. I will hyper fixate and pour mm. all of my time and energy into it. So I'm starting back up on Chatterbait again. I just made the account. I accidentally mm. went live tonight, actually. Um, I wasn't really meaning to. I hit a bunch of buttons. <laughs> The whole platform changed. I got this. I got this toy. The toys like connect to it. I was trying to yeah. figure that all out. I got yeah. this whole ass freaking toy. It's supposed to be more durable than the Lush. It's the Dulce or Dulce. I broke mm -hmm. two Lushes already. How do y'all be breaking toys, <laughs> man? Um, I be hearing that deal don't be getting broke. Girl broke her Tachi. It did. It, 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 you squirt. Uh, yes, I do, but I broke Okay, that explains why you broke, you drowned that motherfucker to death. <laughs> I found out, I think I break my toys because I enjoy more clitoral simulation than internal. Yeah. So my Lush, I was like bending it the wrong way, trying to get it to hit the right spot for me. Yeah. So I think uh, that's how I broke two of them. That is that's crazy. I, I be here, I be here, girl, like, yeah, I broke, I broke like umpteen toys. I be like, how do you break a toy? <laughs> This is gonna be made durable. I was using this for like two and a half, three hours straight, and it was over. <laughs> that poor toy, that motherfucker just gave out. and said, Fuck it. I can't take it no more. <laughs> oh my god. So, how many toys do you have? Oh gosh. I have what my partner and I call. We gotta put it away because today's I got my kiddo. Ooh, definitely don't want him. Yeah, because, because they'll see their fingers a toy. Oh gosh, and, no, and mom, actually, I, you see your, your little kid with a dildo top of some mommy. I like your new toy. No, I, I forgot to put my blindfold away. I forgot to put like one of my blindfolds away, and he found it, and he was like, "Mommy, look at the blindfold. The blindfold." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> okay. I ha we have what's called the sex box. Okay. Um, and it's probably a good halfway full with almost everything. I also mm. got on the headboard. I accidentally forgot to put this away when my brother and his girlfriend came over. Oh, God. And my poor little brother, he, he's 18 now, but my poor little baby brother yeah. was just staring at my headboard. <laughs> Wondering, what the fuck is that? And he was like, do I, do I want to know? And his girlfriend's like, oh, I know what that is. Because <laughs> she probably used one or got one herself. <laughs> oh, like, my I God. I want the knockoff one. She said, I got the, she said she got the bootleg Tachi. She got the Hachi. <laughs> she got the Hachi out this motherfucker. My little brother's mind was blown. He's looking at her like, you got what now? He probably like, I didn't know you was a freak like that. He probably made his day, actually. <laughs> oh, my brother, Um, for a minute, he was down the Andrew Tate rabbit hole. Andrew Tate, oh, God. Oh, really bad. Like, he was like, you're the woman. You should be at home. When your boyfriend gets home, you should be having his meal ready for him. And he tried saying that to me. 
And I, I just looked at my brother and he was going on. He's like, there's high value women and there's low value women. And I looked at my little brother, mind you, my little mm. brother, my baby brother, I kicked his ass. Growing mm. And I looked at him and I said, so would you describe me as a low value woman? And like his face pale, like the fear mm. of God was put into him the second I asked that question. He will like instantly backtrack and he's like, well, 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 what I mean is. See, I'm gonna tell you what, what's funny because it, it, with the Andrew Tate and the Manosphere and all this shit, because it was funny. I'm so used to hearing the black men in the Manosphere saying all this shit. It was weird to see a white dude saying all this crazy shit because I, I saw like a documentary on Vice about him. So I'm gonna say, every man should have a sword in his house. And I'm like, okay, you ain't dated an alpha female yet. <laughs> That's why you able to get away with half the shit you saying, buddy. <laughs> Cause let you be with an alpha female, you would not. Mm-mm. But no, nah, it just it to me. I always said this: when I hear dudes sit here talking about they don't want a woman that makes more money than them, they want a woman that cooks and cleans, barefoot and pregnant. You say that until you get one, and then you complain because she ain't making no money and she ain't doing shit. <laughs> My favorite are the men who want a housewife and they want a home wife, but they ain't got a home. Basically. I'm like, what the hell? You gonna go moving with her and she gonna become a housewife? <laughs> the hell type of shit. No better than to ever try to come at me with that stuff. I, I will. But my poor little brother, when I tell you, I like whipped my sandal off and I was like, you want to try this? I'm like, you want to have this discussion? I'm like, I will beat feminism back into your body, boy. Don't try me. See, I think the, the thing of it is, is that guys look at guys, guys look at Andrew Tate and they think that he has the life that they wish he could live. Once again, it's just like with people with porn. They think that this shit is easy because they see the girl looking glamorous, she looking sexy. They seen it all she's doing, this stuff, a deal on her coochie and down her timeline. That's it. Not realizing that Andrew Tate had to scam to get all the money he got. Andrew Tate had to lie and steal to get all the money he got. You know, period. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and two, it He's also was an abusive piece of shit. Yeah. You know, because part of the reason why his ass had to leave England in the first place. So it's kind of like sometimes people live vicariously through somebody, but they ain't the person you should be living vicariously through. I would bet money that at least some of his girlfriends are just really A-plus gold standard sugar babies writing him, and he doesn't even realize it. Oh, shoot, no, wait, no, no, I mean, the girl was sitting there talking about how bad he, that he treated him, you know, that it, it was coming out mm, about how I, abusive I he was, if he was abusive in the whole night, yeah, shit, even when he was on Big Brother in, in the UK, and probably when he got kicked off because a female was saying that he was sexually assaulting her, oh. so it's funny how we love learning relationships from people that can't keep a woman or get a woman. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. I'm like, how in the worst? Yeah, because how I'm going to listen to somebody only had a relationship for three months to tell me how a relationship supposed to be? If you ain't been in a relationship for at least three years, you can't say shit to me. Sit down. down. You can't say shit. (laughs) Y'all still in the honeymoon phase. Y'all ain't had an argument yet. Shit. Actually, actually, talk to me with goddamn wife don't feel like fucking your ass out of this bitch. That's what you talk to me, goddamn. But when sex done changed, the kids that came in, you can't get none because the kids keep coming in breaking it up. <laughs> yeah, until you've gone through that. Mm-mm, but thank just... God, he is, he is dating a wonderful woman who, a wonderful young woman who is in college for um, elementary school teaching with a minors and women's social studies. Nice. And I looked at her, I met her, and I'm like, you are his only hope. I'm like, please. I'm like, I will pay you to stay with him. Just please fix him. 
Oh, dog, cause, cause I, I'm sorry. This day and age, the women, this day and age, you, you ain't gonna find no female that gonna just tolerate that bullshit. Trust me, believe. You know, period. Because women, because women want to be independent. This ain't like back in the 1960s. You know, women got rights now. Women are their own boss, especially through this, through adult film. Because women, when people keep talking about equality. Women, become a porn star. It, it's in your favor. Because <laughs> y'all make more money yeah. than we do. And have way more ways to make money than we do. Now, with that being said, what's some of the other ways that you make money other than the webcam and, and your content? All right. Like other sex work related? Yeah. Okay. So this is a little less focus on me. But um, I remember for a little while during the daytime, I'll make money doing work for other girls promoting mm -hmm. in other rooms, uh, doing graphics for them, throwing together mm -hmm. their flyers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. always good. Yeah, because I think females don't take, don't realize there are other ways to generate income that don't involve you fucking. Mm -hmm. You know, from even from the fetishes to, um, I've talked to girls that got their own toys. You know what I'm saying? Like got the oh. pussy, the new little, I talked to one girl that got the 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 pussy slash titty toy <laughs> that they've been coming out lately. I would confidently say that anyone who has business and marketing skills, those skills are transferable to the adult industry. Oh, for sure, because because it's a business, and there I think that what girls so don't. Much. Yeah, because I think guys and girls don't understand it. It's a business. It's called the porn business for a reason. It's a reason why it's porn actress and actor is listed in the United States employment guide as a job description. Yes, it is. You know, you pay taxes on this shit, you know, hands down. So, yeah, because when you run your own business, it takes, especially with this, it takes a lot of time. It takes up a lot of your time. It definitely takes so much time. And I think um, if you're looking to get into it and make money, let's say you have graphic art skills. Let's say mm -hmm. you have video editing skills. There are mm -hmm. a lot of girls who can make the com uh, content, but they just don't have the time to sit down and do all the video editing. They don't yeah. have the time to do all that. Like me included. I'm actually looking for someone to be able to do video editing because I hate it. I <laughs> hate it. Who you tell it? I'm a podcaster and I hate doing video edit. So what that tell you? <laughs> It is a, it is my least favorite thing. There are some people out there who love it. Couldn't be me. I mean, don't get twisted in my, <clears throat> I mean, I still edit some of my porn to make like new little trailers or clips or what have you. Um, but shit, back in the day, we had to make trailers. You know what I'm saying? Because you also had the role play scenes that we were doing. So you had to implement the little skit at the head of it to give you, you know, how trailers are. You know, so... And, and, I were, and plus, let's not even talk about the time it takes to upload the scenes, especially depending upon the file, how big the file is and all that, because some shit might take all day just to upload to one fucking goddamn site. I'm so glad we don't got that problem anymore. Now if mm. something takes longer than five minutes, I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you taking so long? <laughs> that, that's why people got to understand conversion programs. It's good to download them. It makes it faster. Trust me. Any video converter is my best friend. <laughs> and that just comes from me being in the age of instant gratification. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, people, I didn't hear this lady up here long enough. And you know she's coming back because I always bring her back. So, with that being said, baby girl, can I call you a smoke buddy? You can call me a smoke buddy. See, you heard it first. She will be back here on the lounge and we will bring her back to you know where the premium smoke room, what happens in the premium smoke room stays in the premium smoke room, more unpredictable, more wilder. A titty might pop out. A popsicle might pop in the mouth. She might show you how she deep throats. You never know unless you subscribe. $4.99 a month, five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. The best smoke is what? Always premium. Subscribe, and you can only watch the videos on Spotify. That's right, people. Shocking. Spotify has video now, and you can watch it only there. So with that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where they can spend good money on you. 
You guys can find me um, soon on Chatterbait. All my social medias keep everything updated. My Twitter. I'm not on Instagram as much as I should be, but I am on Twitter a lot. You can find me on my OnlyFans, and pretty soon you'll be finding me on Pornhub. See, there you go, people. And you need to check out X videos. I Just will check it. out X videos. Check out X videos as well as Clips for Sale, because Clips for Sale is the granddaddy of them all. You know, and I'll break that down to you another day on another show. So with that being said, people, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Go get the merch description. Excuse me. The the uh, the link is in the description. Say goodbye to my smokers. All right. Goodbye, everyone.